I know what it's like to feel invisible, to think it's too late to become what you've always wanted to be. You feel like it's too late to have more life. I felt that way too, but when I lost my brother to cancer, he made me realize I have way more life to live. And I discovered the choice was mine to live it or not. I know you want to become confident and empowered, and you deserve to step into that life you are yearning for. I'm Carrie V, and I get it. There is more greatness to come in your life, and I know you can feel it. I've made a choice to live my big life. Now it is your turn to be empowered and step into the life that has always been yours. It's time for you to step off the sidelines and into your own life, the one you were created to live. It's easier than you think. I believe in you. In fact, I am your biggest fan. So let's get started. Every guest that comes on to Coffee and Tea with Carrie V podcast is asked a question at the end of the podcast. What is your version of your pow pow shoes? What does it mean to step into your pow pow shoes? It means learning to laugh and find joy even when life is hard, especially when life is hard. It means digging deep into who you are, why you're here, and what you were created to do. It is part of the radical empowerment method, getting off the sidelines of your life and stepping into those pow pow shoes, stepping into your confidence, your radiance, your best brilliant self, being unapologetically you. I have been working on my book, The Radical Empowerment Method, for over a year, and it is almost here, and you get to be one of the first to have it. Head to the link in the bio and get your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to know. I am your biggest fan. I love you. Get your name on this wait list. Giving and connecting. This is what today's guest, Frank Agan, is all about. He's the founder and president of AmSpirit Business Connection, an organization that empowers entrepreneurs, sales representatives, professionals, people to become more successful through networking. In addition, Frank consults with companies and individuals in various industries to help them become more effective with their networking efforts, business relationship management, and the use of social media. He is the host of two podcasts. He is the author of 10 books. Frank is an exceptional person who helps people become exceptional. Take it away, Frank. Frank, welcome to Coffee and Tea with Carrie V. Well, thank you for having me. This is awesome. Right, look at we're we're color coordinated. This is yep. this is like top flight podcast. It is. It is. It's part of the, it's part of what we require, right? You come and yeah. match me or you don't get to record with me. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm very thankful I wore this shirt today. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so we want to, we want to hear about who Frank is and I'm fascinated by what you do, but nobody else knows what we do here today. So let's get right into who you are and what you do and what's on your heart. All right. Just, uh, you know, I, just quickly, born in Chicago, ended up in a little town in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan called Houghton. My father was a professor. Uh, I mentioned that. I mentioned it yesterday. It turned out the guy's 
sister-in-law went to the same high school I did. It's very strange. Anyhow, neither here nor there. <laughs> it's a small um, world. <laughs> yeah, went to college in Wisconsin, a little small liberal arts college, uh, just to play football. I didn't really care about school, but I did really well. Um, and that led me to law school at the Ohio State University. I got a law degree. I got an MBA from Ohio State. They've got a, they had, a, they had a, I assume they still do, a joint degree program. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I left, I went into public accounting as a tax consultant. It was a great job. There was great pay. I had great coworkers, great office, great clients, great office on the 19th floor of the wow. Bank One building. Um, but did I mention taxes? I didn't want to do taxes for the rest of my life. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to pay taxes for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, I hear you. Um, but the most exciting thing in my world was tax court cases coming out of the you know, U.S. tax court. Um, and yeah. so I left and went into private practice. And I tell people that a funny thing happened to me when I went into private practice. And the funny thing was that nothing happened. I had no idea how to get clients. Because when you work in a big firm, uh-huh. they, don't, they just have you work. The, the business is there. Somebody's either already brought it in. Right. And to find clients is a challenge, mm-hmm. uh, as we all know. It's especially challenging for an attorney because ethical limitations, you're not allowed to call people. You're not allowed to pitch yourself. You're not allowed to do mailers. Um, Now, I didn't know that. Well, that's that's lightened up a little bit. But really, the only people who take advantage of are your personal injury attorneys. Yeah. You know, I'm a business attorney. I wanted to be a business attorney. Um, I don't practice anymore. Um, But that led me to through about a month of really being scared of not knowing what I was going to do, how I was going to make it go. At lunch one day with a friend of mine who was also an attorney, and she took a different path out of law school. She started a firm right away. And I asked her, I said, what do I need to do to be successful? And she said, you need to get into a tips club or lead group. Well, I had no idea what she was talking about. And for our listeners out there, if you're familiar with BNI, I was routed into an organization that's very similar to BNI. It was based out of Pittsburgh. Immediately when I showed up and the concept was explained to me, it made total sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, Carrie, I could talk about you and rave about you till I'm blue in the face and go home and feel wonderful. If I self-promote for 30 seconds, I want to take a nap, right? It's yeah. so hard <laughs> to self-promote. Yes. And, and these groups are all about really promoting other people and trusting that they'll do it for you. And they yes. do. It's human nature. So I got really involved in that organization. And it's a, it's a long story. But uh, after about six years, I ended up buying it. Um, this was the early 2000s. And I stopped the practice of law and really doubled down on understanding. I called becoming a student of learning and teaching others how to be successful with their mm. professional relationships and business networking. And that leads me to today. I've, I've got my own podcast. I write books on it. I write lots of articles, um, just trying to get people to understand how it all works. And there's always somebody coming out of a job that needs help or somebody in transition that needs help. Yeah. So what is your podcast? Uh, well, I really have two. One's called the networking, uh, it's called Networking Rx. So it's, mm-hmm the symbol for prescriptions. Uh, and that's like your podcast, you know, 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, and then I have a one minute daily. That's just a one minute it's called networking RX minute. It's just a one minute daily insight of information. Um, and actually today I just started recycling. I was, I'm a, 
I'm at like 700, well, 850 episodes. Wow. And it's like to do one every day is a lot of work. And so yeah. I was working with my coach. She's like, can't you recycle? I'm like, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Yes, it does. There's things I said early on that people didn't catch. So I can kind of recycle them through. And so yeah. it's a little bit of cheating, but that's okay. <laughs> so give us an example, if you would, of, of a networking RX minute. Um, oh boy. Um, put you on the spot. I know, you know, it'd be easy if there were three, but there's 850 of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh boy. Uh, um, well, what I, a lot of times what I'll do is I will, I will quote somebody. I will okay. quote what somebody has to say. Um, and there's one that I'm working on right now. What I do is I write them, I edit them, record them, we produce them. It's much like a podcast. It's, yeah. it's a whole process. Yeah. Uh, but there's a woman I know, uh, uh, Deborah Covavelli. I need to work on her name before I record. <laughs> I just talked to her too. Um, but she has a, she, her saying is, or what, something she wrote, and, and how I stumbled on it is she was in a meeting with me, like a big Zoom call. And somebody said, oh, my gosh, I love you. It's me. What do you mean? I've got your quote right on the wall. And there was a quote. It was basically, you know what? You've, you've tackled every challenge you've tackled so far. You know, you, you, you've met every, overcome every obstacle. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be tired. But it's not okay to quit. Oh, I thought that was really powerful. And so what, I, what I'll do is I'll read that quote. I'll get her name right. I'll read that quote, and then I'll just kind of comment on it. Um, I all love in about that. about 150 words, and um, you know they come out, and you know people comment on it. It's fun. It's a you know it's a way for me to share other people's content. It's a way for me to inspire in bite-sized little pieces. I mean, who doesn't yeah. have a minute, right? It's just one minute. Exactly. So, Oh my gosh. See, I'm ready to just go back and just binge listen to all these minutes now. Okay. <laughs> my, Carrie, my kids will say, no, no, don't. <laughs> well, that's what kids do. <laughs> I know. I know. That's what kids do. So tell us more about what you do now. I mean, I've talked with you and I'm fascinated by it, but I want everybody to hear about what, what it is that you do now. Yeah, we help entrepreneurs, sales reps, and professionals become more successful through their networks. We create a weekly networking opportunity. It's a meeting they join. It's a, it's a membership organization they, mm -hmm. they pay to belong to. And they come to these meetings every week. It's a structured meeting, uh, lasts about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. And everybody gets an opportunity to really talk about how to recognize opportunities for them. I okay. know you're a realtor. I know that. When are you a realtor? Hey, if you know somebody who's just married off their last kid, think of me because that's when people downsize. Or, and that's just one example. It's one of the things we really coach people on is talk about the mm -hmm. points that you, you swing into action. Don't tell me you're an attorney. I get it. You know, yeah. tell, tell me when attorneys, when people use attorneys. Oh, if somebody's looking to, lease commercial office space, there's a lease that's about an inch thick. That's when I could really add value. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. I've got a friend who's talking about starting a pizza business. I know they're looking at space. Let me connect you. Um, so it's really a, this weekly meeting, people develop a friendship with one another. Yeah. I have people who have been involved 
since I joke about it since the Bush administration. The first, <laughs> the first, the first Bush, <laughs> yeah, the first Bush before Bill Clinton. I mean, been around that long. Wow. And some of these people are retiring and they're handing their memberships over to their kids. Um, so it's really a very powerful concept that's been around a long. I didn't, I didn't develop it. Mm-hmm. Um, BNI didn't develop it. There were other people who were doing it beforehand. But it's a very powerful concept to help people become more successful through referrals, connections, introductions, opportunities. We, there's yeah. so many things we need in business um, mm-hmm. that we need to find, you know, just little, hey, I need to hire an assistant. Yeah, I might know somebody. Um, yeah. So those are all the things that we can help each other with. So are these meetings virtual or are they all in person? Um. Well, both. I do have some groups that are going to be remaining virtual just because, well, there are one or two that are just doing it by design, but there are a couple that were started in the height of the COVID lockdown and mm-hmm. have just, they've, they've, they've grown or manifested themselves where they're so geographically dispersed that it doesn't make sense to come to a meeting. People are literally an hour and a half away from one another. So yeah. even a meeting in the middle is a long ways away. So they'll have these virtual meetings, but they'll still they commit to doing things like going to lunch with one on one on one throughout the month. Yeah. Um, so it's you know we don't know where everything's taking us with the COVID situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many positives that are going to come our way, right? Yes. Um, and that's just kind of a you know I never would have dreamed of this you know a year and a half ago, two years ago that this is yeah. how, how it would work out. So it's yeah. all positive. So what kind of businesses can be involved? Um, the types of people who are involved, you know, attorneys, accountants, realtors, mortgage lenders, um, you know, bankers, people, people who have uh, signed businesses, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's really, you know, it's really sort of the, uh, um, I, I, I say it's the types of people who really have a day-to-day need for clients. Um, okay. they're always on, you know. You know, the person who's the CEO of a business, yeah, they need business, but they're running the business and other people are doing the sales. Now, the yes. salespeople might be, be good people for it, uh, but it's really individuals who are bottom line oriented. I don't, we, you know, we don't need the banker who gets paid to open the bank um, yeah. and, and oversee tellers. You know, we need the banker who gets a small base, but much of what he or she makes is commission driven and mm-hmm. they're very hungry. Those are the types of people who get involved. So does do people with virtual businesses ever get involved like coaches, speakers, um online course creators, that kind of thing? Uh they do. Um one of my franchisees, uh, Matt Ward out in uh, Boston, he is a professional speaker. Mm-hmm. Um he does a lot of online programs as well. Um it's The franchise opportunity is really geared for just to, I guess, delve into that. It's really geared for somebody to add on to what they're already doing. Mm -hmm. All my franchisees do something else. They design websites and they work with these groups, you know, a couple hours in the morning, a few days a week, and then they're off doing whatever. Uh, But we do have, we do have coaches and consultants that are involved. It becomes a little trickier. um, And we have some groups that are entirely B2B. And entirely mm-hmm. B2B type groups. Uh, in, in fact, Matt out in Massachusetts has one. Um, it's entirely B2B. And um, it's a little trickier because 
the sales cycle for a lot of consultants is is longer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the insurance agents, he's writing, he or she's writing 60, 70 policies a month. Right. You know, when you're a speaker or a consultant, you might be looking for, you know, 10 to 12 good things a year. Yes. Um, and the, the sales cycle is longer. And so you really have to kind of, we really kind of coach those people a little differently in how to position themselves. You yeah. know, don't, you know, don't ask for that ultimate, hey, I need to find that person who's looking for a speaker. Send me the person looking for a speaker. You know, send me to people who might be event planners or, mm, yeah. you, know, you know, kind of a different, a less direct approach. Connect mm-hmm. me to centers of influence that can ultimately connect me to the right people. That's a great point. And for those listening or watching who don't know what B2B is, can you break down what B2B means? Oh, yeah, certainly. Um, well, B2C is B2C is that person who makes cakes, um, you know, especially birthday cakes. And there's some elaborate ones out there. They're selling mainly to individuals okay. um, or the insurance agent who's mainly selling insurance to home and people just for home and auto. They're, mm-hmm. similar, they're selling to the direct consumer. B2B would be the individual who is um, selling to other businesses. The accountant is looking for businesses. Uh, yes. you know, as an attorney, I was looking for businesses to work with and not individuals. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That makes perfect sense. And I knew that. I just wanted to make sure oh, if people you. were listening, they're going, what are, what's B2B mean? <laughs> so I'm looking at all the books behind you. And I, if I could expand behind off to my right and left, you'd see bookshelves like that in my office too. I love seeing that. I think just books are amazing. And I know you're an author. So let's talk about you and what you write. And how did you get into writing? What, what, was, what prompted you to write? Um, you know, I got into writing. Um, I went off to college to play football and it was my whole world. It was mm-hmm. my whole world. Then I got hurt my senior year and I really, oh. I just, it ended my, my career such as it is. I didn't get paid, but it was devastating for me. And I really struggled with that for a couple mm-hmm. of years. And then I just decided, you know what, I'm going to write a novel about this. I'm just going to take four years of great experiences and the good and the bad. I'm going to put it all together in a novel. Yeah, And I did. It's about 500 pages. And I never really intended for it to be read by anybody but my my college friends, my college teammates. Um, and it's, it's amazing that people who've reached out to me have picked it up. But uh, but that gave me the confidence I could write. And uh-huh. I always tell people, you know, God didn't take football from me. God just wanted me to do something different with my life. And that was his That's way beautiful. of just signaling, you know, I need you to write. I need you to inspire people. Uh, so that gave me the confidence I could, you know, write a, a book. And I actually, my second book was also a novel. Um, and uh, then as I started to become a student of networking and teaching people about it, I wanted to share my insights on networking. And I didn't want to come up with a strategy book. Here's how you network, a, you know, tactics. Because what I see, Carrie, is I see people out there who are really successful at networking and their tactics are horrible and that's Mm. okay. Mm -hmm. And I see people out there with great tactics, great 30 second commercials dress, you know, dress wonderfully and have beautiful handshakes and all that stuff. And they struggle. And what's Mm -hmm. the difference? The difference is that the people who are successful 
have this attitude about them and habits of being known, liked, and trusted. And that's, mm. it's, it's really that simple. And so I put a whole book together talking about, and I call it, the name of the book is Foundational Networking, is that you've got to get that stuff in place first. The other stuff's important, but if you're a jerk, it doesn't matter how beautiful your 30-second commercial is. So true. Um, so true. And so I really get people to focus in on those attitudes and habits about mm-hmm. yourself, about others, about the world around you. Um, so that's really, that's, you know, and so, you know, I wrote that and then that led me to other books. The second book I co-wrote with a gentleman by the name of Lewis Howes, who's yes, big time. Um, and I had gotten to know him. I was helping him. He'll share that story. Um, he calls me uh, one of his first mentors. Um, and he was doing a lot on LinkedIn and reached out and he said, I'd love to co-write a book with you, Frank. I said, Lewis, I don't know anything about LinkedIn. I'm barely on it. You're just helping me. <laughs> and he said, I know that, but what I do on LinkedIn is exactly what you'd say in the real world. And that's what the mm-hmm. whole book was about. It's like, if you want to be successful on social media, you need to carry yourself and do the same things you do in the real world. You don't yeah. come into a room and say, hey, hey, buy for me. Well, it doesn't work on LinkedIn either. Um, and so oh, we co-wrote a book. Point. And then somebody else reached out and said they wanted to co-write a book. And um, and I just kind of jumped at all these opportunities. And, uh, you know, so there's just very, I think I've got 10 books. I was just, that was my next question. So yeah. how many books? I've got, I think it's 10. It, um, a couple are just industry specific that aren't really out there in release. Um, I was just on vacation. I was working on a third novel. I've got it all outlined. Um, so it's, I mean, it's a joy to kind of create like that. I mean, some people yeah. like to golf, right? They like to golf. Yeah. I like to write. Me too. Um, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I have, I have a list on white, on a whiteboard to my right of the titles of the books that are in my head that I want to write. Good. Yeah. You know, and you, and you owe it to the world to get them out. Yeah. You do. Yes. There's a message there. And, and, you know, none of my books have ever really sold a ton. But I'm just floored from time to time. I'll get just a random email from somebody saying, you know what? I, somebody gave me a copy of your book and it was life-changing for me. Oh, how, like, how amazing. Okay. It wasn't intended to be, but great. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. I mean, we, everybody's like, well, when a publisher picks me up, I'll finish my book. No, you, you know, your, oh. your role is to influence the people you can influence. Exactly. And not worry about you know, being the the next, you know, bestseller or anything yeah. like that. So if we went to Amazon and put in Frank Agan, we'd find, we'd find your books. Um, yeah. Most of them are out there in, in release. You know, it's mm-hmm. funny. I was telling somebody about one of my novels and I went on Amazon and you can get a used copy for a thousand bucks. I don't know who's <laughs> selling it for a thousand bucks. You should be able to get a new copy for like, 15 <laughs> but somebody's <laughs> out there selling it for a thousand bucks i don't i need to look into who's doing it but yeah most of the stuff's out there um, yeah okay that's awesome so what is i know that before we started recording you you got one of your books so let's yeah. let's talk about that and what you got well you you know one of your prompts is talking about you know, the journal prompt Yes. You know, and uh, I guess this is all going to tie together and may get you out of order. But your other question is, you know, what's my, what are my pom-pom shoes? So it's my superpower. Yeah. My superpower is connecting people. 
I love that. Um, connecting people to ideas, information. I, I, Carrie, I look at it this way. If somebody comes into my life, I, let's use candy as an example. I'm out trick-or-treating and somebody hands me an Almond Joy bar. I hate coconut. But you, <laughs> but you love coconut, right? I do. Okay. Why would I not give that bar to you? Right? Yeah. Don't throw it away. Don't dismiss it. There's value in it to somebody else. Yes. And, and that's how I look at opportunities and connections. And two people might come into my life that make absolutely no sense to me, but they're on my radar. And I'm like, you know what? I need to connect the two of you. I had a gentleman reach out to me. He said, I'm looking for people who have left the Catholic church, priests who have left the Catholic church. Wow. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know too. I've never known what to do with these guys. Really? And so I connected and it was just a wonderful, you know, there's, a, there's, there are several people who have lots of people who have left. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. hard life. Um, and they've got this support group they're starting. And yeah. um, I was glad to just put my little piece into it. So wow. you know, that's kind of my superpower, but it leads into, um, you know, years ago, I, I will tell you in networking, the best thing you can do to be successful in, in building your network is give to other people. Just find mm-hmm. ways to have other, other people connect people, give information, opportunities, whatever it is. And it all harkens into my, my, my pom-pom shoes, as you put it, my superpower. <laughs> um, you know, but years ago, I started thinking about it. And it's like, okay, I talk about this, but do I give? And so I just started a journal. And I would keep track of the things I did for other people. You know what? I volunteered at this organization or I, I did that. this or yeah. I did that. Um, and so I noticed that that journal was, it, it called to me every day because I could look at the journal and so oh my God, it's been five days since I've done something for somebody. <laughs> yeah. You know, I need, to, I need to add to this. Um, and so it, I don't do it anymore because I've just become very habitual about it, but I'm, it, it helped me become very intentional, very in tune to there are opportunities out there. Somebody That's comes into my, idea. my world and I just, I start to think, okay, who can I connect them to? Just had a conversation this morning. Guy does a lot with uh, artificial intelligence, uh, startups, so on and so forth. Well, it just so happens I met another guy in the United States. He's doing a podcast with those sorts of people. Mm-hmm. It's like, again, it's like an almond joy bar in my hand. I don't really have any <laughs> use for either of these guys, but together they do. Um, wow. and, and so anyhow, um, that prompted me to kind of put my thoughts together. It's the Giving Journal. Called The Giving Journal. And it's, um, it's not a bunch of blank pages. It just really kind of talks about giving and, and just the whole concept behind creating a journal. Um, and, um, you know, so it's one of my many books. Don't go buy it. I'll send you a copy. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I am intrigued. Ad. I can't wait to read this book. Um, but yeah, just, you know, so it was my sort of prompt to kind of get myself focused in on helping other people. And, yeah, uh, you know, people tell me, Frank, wow, you're amazing. You make all these connections. And I, my response is, Superman's amazing. He can fly. The things I do are not amazing. It's just a, it's just a function of deciding you want to be a little more thoughtful. I want to park a little further away. I want to mm-hmm. just wait two seconds and hold the door open for somebody. I just want to yes. smile. Those are the kinds of things that are really easy 
I don't want to be amazing. I just want to be average, right? I want everyone else to raise their game up. And, and uh, um, so anyhow. But what you do is, is truly exceptional. I was just having this conversation with my cousin this morning and she said, well, I don't see myself as exceptional. And I said, but you rise to the occasion. And there are not many people that do yeah. that. There are not many people that do that. So Frank, there are not many people who take, who, who take that seriously, connecting and giving. You do, which makes you exceptional. So whether you Thank want you. to accept it or not, you are. So. Well, I appreciate that. Well, I just want to <laughs> inspire people that they can do the same, right? Yes. It's not a, it's not a, again, it's not, I'm not from Krypton where I've got this thing that nobody else has. It's something that, and Bob Berg talks about it in his book, he talks about just being thoughtful. That's the yes. seeds of it all. I'm just, you know, how can, what can I do? What's the small thing? Even if it's just one a day, one will turn into two, it'll yes. turn into three and they'll turn into bigger things. And I mentioned the, you know, people I connected this morning, the podcast, lo and behold, I make this connection. And one of the people, he knows what I'm all about. He turns around and he connects me to somebody. I didn't ask for it. I didn't expect it. It was right. just like, you know, it's karma. It just yes. happened. Yes. So. And it's beautiful when it does. It it's is. beautiful. So what is a writing prompt that you would give to our listeners today? Uh, I, well, I, I think the writing prompt is simply this. What have I done for somebody else today? It's that simple. And answer that question. Um, and, you know, just write it on a three by five card and, card and put it on your desk. And, mm-hmm. you know, just don't, don't stop. You know, just make sure you do something. Um, yeah. And when I have these prompts, I try to take care of early, right? I don't get them done <laughs> early in the day. Yeah. Just so I don't forget because the day yeah. gets kind of busy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that would be the prompts. Just what can I, what have I done today to help somebody? I think that's so beautiful. I have been asking my husband lately. I've made it. I try to remember to do it every single day when he first gets up. Sometimes it's later in the day, but how can I make today better for you? And it just, it changes everything. When you know someone is, someone's got your back. Right. Right. And sometimes that one little thing we do a day might be sending a card to someone and you know, you're prompted to send a card. You just feel this nudge. I should send this person a card. And then they call you and say, I can't tell you what a day I was having right. when I received that card. They're simple little things and they mean the world to people. Yeah. You they know, uh, Matt Ward, who's one of my franchisees, professional speaker, he told me, he shared that, and it's in his book too. He's got a book out there. Go on Amazon and buy a hundred cards. You know, buy, you can buy birthday cards in bulk. You can buy yeah. thank you cards in bulk. You can buy just cards in bulk. Because what I find is the thing that always, I need to go get a card for Carrie, right? Yeah. And then you kind of forget because you're not at the store and yep. it's just, okay, a week's passed. I got tons of cards, right? And I just will go grab them. And, and maybe that reveals some of the magic. I don't know. Um, but I'll just grab a card. I was... I went to the bank yesterday and the banker just helped me, you know, I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that you've shared this with me. No one's ever shared this with me. I came back. I wrote her a thank you. And you know, she'll probably get it today. I love that. And you're right. It's, it's, we can talk ourselves into that. I did a whole article on that one time, how we can turn this, this two to five minute thing of sending out a card to somebody, maybe a minute into an all day ordeal. And then we just screw it. I don't have time for this. Yeah. And it really doesn't take that much time. 
No, and, and really they're doesn't. very inexpensive. On you, know, yeah. you're buying them a hundred at a time or fifty at a time or yep. you know whatever you know. Or what Matt Ward's done is he's got one that he's actually had printed, which is he's really into ATVs and offloading yeah. and that. It's a picture of him with his ATV, so it's not anything about Matt. It's but it's yeah. it's neat. Yes. That is a great idea. I love that. Thank you for inspiring us on that. And how can we find you? So I know I talked about your your books on Amazon and I will link. I'll go to Amazon and I will find them all and I'll link them in the show notes. Okay. Where else can we find you? You know, the simplest way to get a hold of me is uh, I created a simple website. It's frankagan.com. Okay. It, it has a link to my email, my LinkedIn, my Facebook. Twitter, we, we all communicate different ways, right? Yeah. Some people, I know some people, they just, they, everything's on LinkedIn. It's like they don't have an email address. Um, <laughs> but all my books are listed there. Um, okay. So you can go there and, and you oh, can, great. Yeah, see what they're about. Um, okay. My podcast links to my podcast, links okay. to uh, uh, some charitable things I'm involved with. And uh, yeah, some perfect. Else. Perfect. So I'll link your website and it's all there. The work's all yep. done. Yep. That's it. Frankagan.com. Pretty simple. <laughs> we can't get easier than that. I should have known. I should have known that you would have that all streamlined right there, right there. You, whether you want to believe it or not, you are truly an amazing, exceptional person. Thank you. You're welcome. And I can't thank you enough for being with us today and spending this time with us. I know, I know everyone is going to be just so blessed by what you've had to say and I, I can't wait to have you on again. I think you are truly one of the best. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate the opportunity. You know, I've got, I've got a wife and kids and they just pull up and walk out on me mid-sentence. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even saying anything offensive. I might be making a joke or talking about a movie or I'm kidding. I mean, you know, kids are kids, yeah. right? Yep. Um, so, so I appreciate <laughs> the opportunity. Thank you. And thanks for hanging out with us. You're welcome. Hey, thanks for listening in. I want you to know I do not take it for granted that you give me this time to have coffee and tea together with me. But before you go, it would mean the world to me if you grab a quick coffee or tea refill and pop into the podcast reviews and leave me a review. It's how this podcast grows. It's how it reaches and empowers more women. And it's how I know how to serve you best. I want this podcast to be what you need. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and share it with your friends. And follow me on Instagram at I am Carrie V. Remember, it is never too late. Peace out, girlfriend. Pow, pow.